I'm Georgie. And I'm Michaela. And we're here to tell you about the University of Aberdeen. In each episode, we will discuss frequently asked questions about topics such as applications, go abroad, student life, sports and societies, budgeting for uni, and life in Aberdeen. We will be speaking to current Aberdeen students, those who really know what it's like to study and live here. And we'll be getting exclusive tips from members of our amazing staff. Join us for this episode of Ask Aberdeen. Great, thank you everyone for joining us today and for our next episode of Ask Aberdeen. Um, So last week Georgie spoke to a couple of students who study um, a couple of science degrees. This week we are bringing you um, two arts and humanities students to chat about what their days and weeks look like. So when you're in school all subjects are taught quite similarly and this actually changes quite a lot when you come to university. So, for example, if you're a Spanish and Latin American studies student, you will actually have a very different schedule to an engineering student. Hence this episode, because we want to bring you um, the view from the other side. So here with me today are um, Nat and Ryan, who will share their experience. So, Natalie, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, so I'm Natalie. I am an English with creative writing student. Um, and I have just finished my fourth year and I'm about to graduate. How exciting! And Ryan, how about you? Hello, I'm Ryan and I am currently a third year uh, Geography and International Relations student. Exciting! I also did Politics and International Relations, so we've got we've got a little bit of a majority in the room right now. Um, but let's start with um, a topic that I actually just mentioned. I mentioned that university is quite different from school. Um, how did you, Natalie, find transitioning to university? Um, so I actually took a couple of years out in between school and university um, to sort of work out what it was I wanted to do. Um, and so I was sort of coming into university with a bit of a gap between leaving school and starting and starting studying again at uni, um, which was quite daunting actually um taking a couple years um you know not writing essays not really doing a lot of like research or study um was a bit scary but actually once I got into it and once I got started studying again and learning and um sort of like being able to grow my sort of knowledge again I found it really exciting and really interesting and that happened quite quickly for me. And Ryan how about you did you find it very different being at uni compared to being in school? Um, well, I came from uni, um, like, straight after school, so straight after I graduated high school, so there was no gap, um, and I, I did find it a bit daunting at first, like, the same, but, like, we wrote essays in high school and stuff, so, like, um, so, like, the first geography course I did was pretty much higher geography, so it's what I just did, like, previously, um, so it was kind of a more smoother transition for me, like academically, but it was also just like like doing assignments and like finding how to work, like turn it in and stuff and like spacing and stuff. We never did in that school. It's more like the technical aspects that I struggled with more than just like the readings and stuff. It was, and you know, having to discuss readings with people, like tutorials were a bit different because obviously we never did that and having to use your own critical thinking, I guess, was like different because in school you don't really get encouraged to use your own critical thinking at least in my experience with social subjects um so that was a bit different but like it was more or less just the same like if you just come from school it's kind of like you're already in the motions to write an essay um so you're already kind of prepared in that way yeah what i found 
it might be just my experience because I was in um, a different educational setting than, you know, you guys from the UK. But what I found was that once I came to university, people wanted to know my opinions and we were very much discussing concepts and we were discussing, you know, things and our viewpoints. And it was quite different from school where I felt like you were told, you know, and this is what you should remember. And this is how it is. While once you came to university, it was much more up to you to schedule your own time and you you do your own readings because you need that background for yourself so that you can then discuss things with others it's not like that you need to do the readings because they need you to remember specific dates and specific names and that sort of stuff it's more about you need to do the reading to understand the concept so that then you can come into the discussion with a bit more of an opinion and you can back the opinion up with like actual um, data and actual, uh, you know, things that you have read. So that's why I, I like I found that quite different because I did not expect that. I did not expect to have so much freedom. Um, and Natalie, did you also find that you like you were being asked to sort of do stuff in your own time rather than in just those lectures? Yeah, for sure. I think the academic part was um, relatively similar to school, but the sort of like social aspect or the sort of um, freedom that you had to structure your own days and stuff was very different. Um, You know, you weren't sort of being told you have to be at this class um, at this time and you've got them, you know, nine till three every day. It was very much like, oh, you've maybe got a tutorial in the morning, you'll have a lecture, at some point in the afternoon but then you've got the rest of the day that you have to sort of work out okay I've got to do my reading for this class I've got to get this piece of um, work done for this other class um you know I've maybe got to get started on this other essay like it's a lot more up to you what it is that you focus on and what you spend your time on which can be a good thing because it means that you've got a lot more freedom to like schedule different things in different places and work when is best for you um but also can be a bit tricky to get used to as well if you're not used to having that sort of independent study time. Um, so I know for me, like my first semester, first year, maybe didn't do as much studying as I probably should have because I was just like, oh my God, I've got all this freedom to like go and do stuff and there's new people and things and like I'm in a new city. Like I just want you to go out and explore and meet people and do things instead of studying, which was probably not the best way to go. <laughs> I mean, for me, it took a little while, like, to actually find a balance. Um, cause like yourself, mm-hmm. like in first year and first semester, you want to explore, you want to meet people. You know, it's not like you, you know, studying kind of comes last. You want to kind of get into the university life that you've seen so many like movies and stuff. Um, and so for me, it was kind of like hard to strike the balance. Cause what I found is that I was studying in between lectures. And then by the end of, like, the semester, like, I was finding that wasn't for me. It was, like, good to take a break in between lectures and actually just, like, kind of unpack what you learned in the lecture. And so what ended up becoming for me is that, like, structuring my days was kind of, like, helping. It was helpful when you had friends, like, so you could say, so, for, like, first semester, I had, like, an entire semester with a friend. We shared the same timetable because we did the same exact degree. And so we kind of just structured our days around each other. Like, we go for lunch at this time before this lecture. And it was actually quite a good detox because it took you away from the academic work. Um, but then it's also, like, you could schedule days with, like, where you would go and do academic work, but you could go to a library and do reading together and make sure you're on the same page. So I feel like 
you know, like, be upset, it's like, you can do what you want, but it's like, you're not always alone in doing that, like, you can always invite people and stuff, and there's also, like, the social aspect of studying, but it's never really hard in school, it was always, like, mm-hmm. if you studied in school, you went to study periods, but, like, you had to do it in silence, at least in my school, you did basically in silence, and then you asked for help, but in school, it's very much up to you, and I feel it's also, like, you choose what you want to study that day, so you don't have to, like, say, like, you know, when it was at school, it was, like, math support study was, like, a Thursday, where it's, like, I could choose what I wanted, what subject I wanted to study, because I did four classes in third, uh, first year, so it was, like, I got to choose as well, so it was, like, if I didn't feel like doing geography that day, I could do French, um, which was really thrilling and, you know, like, oh, I get to choose, you know. Yeah, so Ryan, you just mentioned that, you know, sometimes between classes you went into the library and studied. Natalie, would you mind describing to us what sort of your regular day or week would look like? How many sort of tutorials did you have? How many classes? Was it all in one? Was it all at the same time? How did that work? Yeah, so in first year, I had uh, four subjects that I I studied. Um, I did uh, my English course, which was mandatory, and then I had three um, additional um, elective courses that I picked. But my classes were all at different times on different days. Um, for the most part, they were, um, it was sort of two lectures, so two one-hour lectures and then a one or two-hour tutorial um, for each class, apart from counselling skills, which was structured differently, which was just a three-hour tutorial once a week. Um, hard going, yeah. <laughs> um, so my classes were usually um, a Tuesday to a Thursday um, usually I'd have like one class in the morning usually around about 10 occasionally I got 9am's which was not great but that's always like the earliest that they're gonna be so like anyone who's worried about like having to get up for like an 8am or something can relax there's there's none of that at least not in English um, so yeah go in for 10 maybe hang around campus get a coffee with my friends um, after class um, maybe do a bit of reading in the library, which was usually how I managed to get all my reading done was going in between classes to the library and just sitting and popping my headphones in and get my reading done. Um, then usually uh, another lecture or tutorial and then heading back to um, Hillhead where I stayed in the student accommodation there. Um, and sometimes try to get a bit more studying done or if I had like an essay or something due that week, then I would I would work on that because I tended to write my essays better at night time. Um, I found that I could just sort of like really concentrate far better um, and yeah just usually spending a lot of time with my friends with the people in my flat um, hanging out maybe going for a couple of drinks at the bar or something like just very chill and relaxed nothing was too sort of stressful or or like very like intense at least in, in first year. Yeah, I feel like that's what people think of first year being like really intense. And like for me, it was the same. It was like it was only mine till four. Like the last lecture I had was at four. So, I mean, like it's not that bad. I mean, to be honest, I mean, and like it was usually like I usually had a big gap. So like the first lecture would be like on a Monday, like eleven, and then my lecture would be at four, and. Um, so it would be like a massive gap. So maybe I'd study in between then, or, or maybe get lunch. I'd always make sure I'd eaten, because that's the worst thing, like you don't eat. Like, so I think sometimes people forget because like, it's not like a school day where you're mandatory to go for lunch. Sometimes you have to like remind yourself, oh, I need to actually get some lunch before I go to this lecture. Otherwise I'm just gonna like fall asleep 
I wish for me, you know, like that was like the hardest thing I'd actually want to be after school, like in the afternoon was afternoon lectures just weren't it. For me, I was always like trying to doze and off, so I always needed snacks. Um, so, you know, um, but I was really chill and relaxed, like I pretty much had a like, you know, it was just pretty much the same as you described, it was like, go to the library, uh, go to maybe some society stuff, you know, go see what was there, like, freshers week is always really exciting because you get loads of free goodies, and like, you get to meet a lot of people and there's a lot of stuff going on, um, and then, like, Tuesday night, a lot of people would go to the club or something because we had no classes on a Wednesday, but I didn't. Um, so a lot of people would go like out on a Tuesday night, and then on a Friday night, people would go out again. Um, so like we'd have that, and then obviously if I had an essay like yourself again, I would probably do it in my room because I can't do it in the library. I can't write an essay in the library, so like I would do it in my room. Um, like again at night time with lots of caffeine, but um, and. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty much chill though, to be honest. I think for first semester, what I can just remember is we just kind of making friends and sort of kind of getting to understand the uni way of life, um, as it were, you know, just adjusting. For sure. I think for first year, it was a lot, for me at least, it was a lot of trying to find my way around both campus and the city, like working out where stuff was and how to get there. Um, and always trying to find like people who are also trying to find the same places as me. So if people were like, oh, I really need to go and like do a food shop, but I have no idea where to go. I'd be like, why don't we go together? We can all find out and we can get lost together as well and have to carry our heavy shopping bags all the way back up the hill to hill head. Like perfect. Um, or like try to find the right lecture on campus as well. I stopped so many people during my first semester, first year, like, where's it? where's like McRobert? I don't know where this is. I can't find this building. And they'd be like, it's the massive one over there. And would like take me and show me where it was, which was always very nice and very helpful because I was a very timid first year student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I'd also say is that I was saying for me, for me it was like, where was the accessible entrance? For everywhere I was like, I didn't realize that there's just stairs. I'm like, where's the accessible entrance to this building? There's got to be one. So it was just, I remember for my first lecture, it was completely terrifying. I didn't know how to get into William Guild, um, the art lecture theatre, which is the biggest lecture theatre, I believe it's in the university. I believe it is. Um, um, yeah, yeah. And I did not know how to get in from there. And so me, I found this girl who's now on my course, and we managed to find it together because I was so worried about being late for my first lecture. I was like, oh no, I am lost on my first day. And like, we had to like go, we were like 10 minutes wait just to find the entrance. But it's like, you find a lot of people on campus are really helpful and really want to help you, especially if it's like a senior who maybe kind of wants out of like, who kind of wants an excuse to procrastinate. Like, if you find, like, a lost first year, you're like, it's okay, I'll show you. And you kind of now get it, like, oh, they've got work to do, but they don't want to do it. So they've been... <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of good Samaritans on campus who will help you if you, like, genuinely just ask them, like, hey, do you know where this building is? And sometimes we don't know either. Like, if you're happy for a certain room in St. Mary's, I, will, I have no idea where that is, but I can ask. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's 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 really it's really funny how weird the campus is laid out. You don't realise until you've got to explain it to someone else. You're like, it's kind of over there, but I'm not quite sure. Like I've heard yeah, of it. Yeah, that's why it's always like I'll just I'll just take you to it. I know how to get there, but I can't explain how to get there because there's like six different steps. 
<laughs> yeah, and Ryan, you actually mentioned um, that you have some accessibility struggles sometimes, and you did a really good video that we have on our website. We're going to link this in the show notes where you do a wheelchair accessible campus tour. Um, so we're going to link this in the show notes if anyone's interested to see it from Ryan's viewpoint. Um, but yeah, that was like my experience is very similar. Um, and I also found that the employees, you know, like the porters on campus, whenever we came across them, they were really fantastic. Um, and, um, you know, it was really, it was, you just felt safe whenever you asked one, you were like, hi, I'm so sorry, but I don't know how to get into this building. And the porter would just take you around. They were lovely, lovely guys. Um, yeah. And so since we were talking about what it is like to, you know, find your lectures and um, what you do between classes and that sort of stuff, how about societies? I know you mentioned that sometimes you might have like, um, you know, an event in between lectures, but were there ever, um, for example, like society events or um, guest lectures that you would attend? Uh, yeah, for me as a Paul, well, an interaction student, the PAR Society had a lot of talks that I would go to. Um, in New Kings, which is one of the older buildings, um, and they were quite interesting because they were done by lecturers, and it was normally lecturers what they actually do in their field, and so it was sort of like they did one on they did one on the recent election that we had, the twenty nineteen election, um, and it was a really quite interesting perspective analysis on it. It gave you more than what was just you were taught in class, it was giving you more to think about. It was, it was also really good because you could tell that the lecturer themselves was really interested in this. So it gave you more like ideas like for dissertation-wise. I mean, although none of you guys will be there then, and don't stress yourself think about it, but it's really good to attend these talks because then you find out what you're interested in within that degree subject, if you know what I'm saying. It's like you're... And you find out, yeah, you find out what your niece is and what you can study and what, who the lecture is to go to to have her supervisor. You know, you, you find all that stuff through your courses as you progress. So it's not just like you come to uni and you need to think about your dissertation. It's like you just find it all through these events and stuff. And there's a lot of going about, there's a lot of these stuff kind of going about campus. And I'd recommend doing interdisciplinary ones as well. Like, so maybe I went to a few English ones a few archaeology ones in my time, just to see what they were about. We're about, we use like modern topics, like they do a lot of like Middle Earth, like Lord of the Rings kind of stuff as well. Like I know archaeology, I've just done one of like the archaeology of Middle Earth, which is quite cool. So we use a lot of pop culture as well. So it's not just like, you know, just like in class stuff. It's stuff that you're also interested in and it's just a different viewpoint on it. And that actually makes you think a bit more about you know you what you can use your degree with you know yeah natalie you do um english with creative writing so you probably find inspiration in a lot of different areas did did you find that that like you know not being just in your little slot in english helped you sort of see what's out there and helped you with um deciding what sort of dissertation topic you might do and that stuff yeah i did i find it really useful i think especially in first and second year as well because we in English we only had one compulsory English course each semester so all your other courses could be other things and you can go and try different um different courses and different subjects and stuff which was really interesting and useful but also I during my time at uni I went and tried lots and lots of different societies um 
so that I could like see what everyone was up to and what the sort of like um, culture was within all the different societies, what the people were like, meeting lots of different people, trying and learning new skills and stuff, which I found really helpful, um, especially sort of like going into my dissertation, which was a creative writing dissertation as well. Um, so I, it was a bit different to what most people are doing. I just had to write a long story um, for my dissertation no crazy research or anything needed for it um, but I found that I could pull sort of from experiences um, and from people that I'd met um, through societies and through all the different courses and stuff that I did to be able to sort of like flesh out the the story that I created for that. Yeah I my dissertation I didn't really know where I was going with um, you know my life in general <laughs> and for my dissertation, I found that once I started taking classes from outside of necessarily just politics and international relations, it started in, like informing my research further. So in my dissertation, I pulled on um, experiences and uh, classes that I took from management. I took some Spanish as well. So, you know, that was like they gave me a different perspective from like the Latin American um, studies side. Um, and there was just a lot of different things that came into my single honours politics degree from the other areas and also because you usually when you're in classes like ours um you know in our type of degree arts and humanities you usually would have like say um five six hours of lectures and then you would have um per week and then you would have like four five six hours of tutorials so you know there's not that much time that you actually spend in lectures and in tutorials most of the time you will be doing your own research so it's important to sort of you know see where it takes you you will definitely find something that interests you more than other things and then you can read more and do more of your own research and also as you go on um throughout your degree sorry as you go on through your degree you will start to get more chances to specialize into something that you want so natalie you said you had one compulsory class in your first year um, I presume in your second year you might have had one or two and that's what everyone has to do so you might have like 100 people in your same degree doing that exact same class in the first two years but as you go on into your third and fourth year that's when you get to start specializing into like an area that you're interested in so for me it was terrorism and wars you know all this sunny and fun stuff um, and others specialized for example, on just Scottish politics. So that's when you get to do like a very specific uh, path in those fourth, uh, in the final two years that you do. So that's also at that point, you sort of have already tried other things and you know what you like. And that allows you to then start focusing on what you want to do in the future. Did you guys find that as well? In the first couple of years, it was quite general. And then in the last two years, that's when you got to like really pick what you wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, but I think luckily being an arts and humanities student, like the whole campus and the whole life that you experience is kind of your research. If you know what I'm saying, like being a geography student, geography is everywhere. It impacts everything we do from like public man, uh, you know, like from like public planning and stuff. You know, you find that it's everywhere. You can't escape from it. And doing international relations and politics, it impacts our everyday lives. So. Pretty much you get inspiration from everywhere, you know, just like going to like the shops or going to like the park and stuff. You um, 
get really invested in that, because, like, that's kind of what I want to do, is kind of, like, public planning, and my dissertation is going to be on conservation. So, like, you know, it's everywhere, it's, you know, it's part of our daily life, but you don't realise it until you study it, and that's what I really found, is that, um, it's just, you know, everywhere is, like, you know, as arts humanity, you look at everything, and it's just, it's all there, it's not just a lab, the whole world is kind of your lab, as if to say, as if that is a bit of corny, but, um, you know, it's just, you know, you can sort of research people and see, like, you know, like, they're your research and how they feel about it, and, like, you know, and that's what really gets, it's what I think is really interesting about arts and humanities, is just, like, the people and how that, like, affects, you know, the places and stuff, and that's all what we've been doing throughout my degree, and how people affect things, and just how behaviour and stuff, and that's just really interesting, because that's where you get your inspiration from, just from, like, your friends, from people you meet in Lidl, from people you meet in the street, on a, waiting on a bus stop, and that's all, like, geography for me, that's transport geography, you know, that's part of my degree, so it never leaves me, you know, I mean, like, I might leave the class, but the stuff that you take from the class, and the stuff that you learn, actually, develops into something more and then it becomes sort of like, oh, I'm actually quite interested in this. So for me it was conservation, so I did a conservation course and it really uh, just took off as a dissertation topic for me. Um, so that is just where this came from and it's something I've always been interested in my entire life, but I just never realised until I took that course. So sometimes it's just a light bulb that goes off. Yeah, I would agree for sure. Like the courses that we got to do in third and fourth year were so very different to the English courses that we did in first and second year. Um, just because they were very focused on like specific topics. So like, for instance, one of my uh, courses in third year was page and stage, which was all about Renaissance plays um, and Renaissance poetry. Um, but at the same time, I was also doing a modernism course. So looking at sort of more 20th century writing um, at the same time and it was really interesting for me from my like now that I've completed the whole four years of my English degree I've realized that at the time I perhaps didn't think that I was taking in that much or learning that much or like you know making sense of everything that I was learning but now looking back I'm like oh wow actually like now when I watch tv or read books or see a movie or even like listen to a podcast I'm like oh I get this reference now this is from like this you know Shakespeare play or I understand where this like rhyme scheme has come from or like there's lots of like little bits and pieces in just sort of all the media really that that we consume these days that pulls from pieces of literature and stuff across the years that I definitely would not have picked up on otherwise and it gives a sort of deeper understanding or a deeper level of um meaning to the the media that I'm I'm watching or reading or listening to so what you've been saying so far, um, that sort of brings up another topic for me right now. A lot of people are sort of like thinking, you know, when you go into a degree that sounds a little bit more theoretical or a little bit, you know, um, a, a bit dreamier than other degrees. Um, like, for example, you know, if you go and become a doctor or you study medicine, you will become a doctor. That's pretty clear. But when we go and study English, when we study geography, when we study politics, um, or even things like film and visual culture, you know, people might be wondering what is there at the end for you? You know, what sort of career will you do? And what you've been saying so far, you know, that really brings to life that it gives you so many different skills that are transferable, that make you look at the world in a different way. And that's what employers also want. Employers 
are not necessarily looking for someone who's got, you know, like if you want to become a journalist, you don't have to study journalism. You know, any of us could become journalists because we've acquired those skills throughout those four years of research, of writing, uh, of teamwork. So there's a lot of different skills that you take away just from attending those classes and attending those tutorials and working on different um, different projects with others. So that's really something that, you know, if, you're, if, if you are thinking about applying for one of our um, arts and humanities degrees and you're a little bit worried about what you will do afterwards, we're here to tell you, don't worry because it's really... You know, it's one of the it's 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 got such wide application after you finish your university degree. You know, you can just really go anywhere. And Natalie, you actually you did some writing for our student newspaper. Is that right? Yeah, I did. I um, did some opine. Uh, I did like an opinion piece writing. Um, previous to that, in my second year, I did some article writing and stuff. Um, it's really easy to get involved with as well. It's uh, the Gaudi is the student newspaper. Um, like you just have to like send a little message, you know, on Facebook or to like the society email address or whatever, saying, "Hey, I want to get involved in this," and you can go along to the um, meetings, um, or you can just write something and send it in and say, "Hey, I've written this. Is this something you you'd like to print as well?" Um, and they'll get back to you. It's very very simple very chill and obviously it's all run by students as well so like you know you're not necessarily having to commit to being like okay I'm gonna write like an article every single week and have like a bunch of stuff done because everyone knows like we've got classes we've got essays we've got exams like everyone's schedule is a bit different so if you're only wanting to write maybe one or two things uh, through your whole time at uni that's fine like if you think you've got a topic you really really want to write on then you can write on that if you are wanting to do something that's a bit more structured like a weekly or like every two weeks once a month or something then you can do that as well like it's very easy to get involved in and what you're saying as well applies to our student radio and our student tv station so we've got we've got a newspaper we've got a tv station we've got a radio station and those are like our media outlets that are run entirely by students where you can get involved in any capacity and i think that's another great source of getting work ex- well work experience but like getting skills as well because you can get transferable skills that will you know you can then put on your cv when you leave and you don't necessarily have to want to be a D- the radio dj to get involved in the radio, you know, it can give you skills in website development, um, editing, um, just organizing in general, teamwork, that sort of stuff. So it's helpful to get involved. And I know you guys, both of you are also on the content creators um, team for the student life where you produce content for current students from the university. Um, and that's where you, Ryan, did that video for, um, you know, wheelchair tour through campus. And you, Natalie, you are also involved in creating some videos for the university. So that's another great source of, you know, just getting a wealth of different experiences. And whatever you're applying for afterwards, you will find some skills where you can pull that up from your experiences at uni. And I think it's very important to do stuff in addition to your degree as well, because once you leave university, you don't want to be necessarily just talking about how you were amazing at studying, you know, like you got first class. You want to also show that you've been involved with the community. You did this, you did a little bit of that. I think it's very nice to show 
that you know you you dabbled around and you got different social skills and that sort of stuff and when you're writing your cvs and you know you're covering letters for different jobs or internships that's where you realize that you're pulling out all these different skills that you've gained across the different um, university experiences from part-time jobs but also just from I don't know volunteering on campus during freshers week if you get involved in that capacity or like you guys in content creation across the university year you know when you worked with senior people at the university to create something for current students so there's a lot of different things that you definitely should do while you're at university just for your own I guess it's fun but also it's for your future so that's really good for sure I think as well like if there is something you want to try out if you're like oh I've always wanted to go into like film and tv like joining the um granite tv the student tv station is a great opportunity to try that out and see if that is actually for you um because I know for myself like I I had always as a teenager had dreams of like oh going in and doing like movie stuff and then I like tried out and I was like actually this isn't the, the practical aspect, not for me. The like glamorization of it in my own mind was great. And then when you're actually like hands-on, you're like, maybe this isn't for me. But I then like found that there was other stuff that I enjoyed more. So like I enjoyed doing like concert band. Um, I enjoyed doing like the um, weightlifting society as well. Like stuff, and that was like, you know, weightlifting was something I'd never tried before I came to uni. So it was like, I was very much going in, not knowing anything. And then like, oh, this is actually cool. And like, I enjoy doing this as like a form of exercise so it's a great chance to like try things out and work out what exactly it is you do and don't enjoy as well for moving forward and you ryan you're involved in some committees right is that right with the student association yeah so i'm part of um the trans student forum the disability student forum the disabled students forum and i'm also the vice president of the geography society so um i do quite a lot of work within those. Um, so recently with the, disab- uh, the Disabled Students Forum, um, we're basically doing like a deep dive for like lectures to like understand like the needs of disabled students more and try and help lecturers kind of get our side of things and like work out the problems that disabled students might have in classes. Um, so I've been working with a lot of like CAD and uh, the Centre of a- Academic Development and the Dean of Student Support who really gave us a lot of backing for this. And it's been really successful because we've been really up there with like, you know, top people and um, and it's had a really good impact on like lectures and like the quality of teaching, um, you know, especially during these times and these issues that have been raised. And then for the Geography Society, that's just been really fun because it's like within my degree and we get to do like separate events. Um, so like during this kind of COVID time, we did like a lot of quizzes, a lot of games nights and just like we did a lot of GeoGuessr, um, which is a very nice like geography thing, but like people enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? And it's nice to share the kind of like societies and stuff is nice to say like somebody who loves your degree subject as much as you and wants to talk about more than just what you're learning in lectures because a lot of my friends as well just read more without you know out with what we're supposed to read but they'll just read something they're interested in so like if it's geography that maybe we don't get taught but they'll just read an article about it and you can just discuss it you know what i mean it's really it's really good and it also looks great on your transcript 
um, civil work as well. So when you think about your academic transcript and when you apply, um, you know, when you apply for it to put it on your transcript, it looks great, but you're like, oh, you're the president of this or you're involved in this one and you did this, and that looks really great on, like, your academic transcript. So, like, what I mean, like, you know, you've, you've done more than just, you know, attend your classes. You've actually made an impact on your community you know, by speaking up for people, so as a politics student as well, that's also very, like, down my alley, um, the sort of, like, activism and stuff, so it really just finds out, like, what you're interested in, and you sometimes just get pulled into it through life experience, and sometimes it's just something you're interested in, but it's all, like, for me, I've made a difference just in my three years of being here, and that's just a really great feeling as well, it's just, like, helping people, um, so, like, I guess, like, depending on, like, what I enjoy and, you know, finding that kind of aspect as well. Just adds a bit more to your degree and adds a bit more to your university experience. Be part of all these societies and make a lot of good friends as well, like... Because sometimes I feel like you don't always make friends as easily. In first year especially, it's kind of hard to make friends. Like, you don't know how to put people, but if in the society, you suddenly, like, find people that are either within your degree or have the same interest as you, so... You make friends quite easily through like a society meeting where that's like a pub crawl or you're just doing something in general like preparing for something or like we do a pizza meet and greet for geography students um and that's always really fun because you get to like get all geography students together we first years and you get to talk to people and have pizza for free so i mean there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that you can't go wrong with free pizza do you know what i mean at least at the end of the day if you get nothing else out of it you get free pizza so you know, it's just a really good way of engaging with the community, which I think is something that, you know, should be emphasised more, is just sort of having fun at university. It's not all just cramming, studying 24-7. It's just having fun sometimes and just enjoying the experience of being on campus. Yeah, absolutely. I think this would be a great place to wrap it up because we've been talking about such inspirational topics um, near the end here. I would like to ask you one last parting question. Can you guys think of the one class that you liked the best? What was like the most standout class for you um, throughout your four years? And I'm going to start and I'm going to say that I took Vikings in history. And um, this it was just called Vikings! Exclamation mark, And that was a really interesting history um, class that I took outside of my degree. Uh, but somehow it was more interesting than all the other ones. So uh, this was a really good one. What about you guys? Do you have a standout module that you took? I have a standout one for outside my degree and inside my degree. Can I do both? Oh, you got inside my degree was definitely modernism. That was my absolute favorite English course. It was brilliant. Um, just like the books and the literature and stuff that we studied was great. Um, outside my course, I loved doing the counseling skills courses. Um, the there's like four of them, so I did them throughout first and second year. Um, and they are really focused on like developing. skills skills that aren't necessarily academic so it was like active listening skills and um, being able to like relate to other people um developing sort of ways to um sort of help people and help yourself it was really really interesting yeah i'm gonna book in a session with you natalie <laughs> <laughs> what about you ryan did you have one class that you've really enjoyed 
Well, like Natalia had one outside my degree and inside my degree, so one outside my degree was the sociology course that I took in second year that was actually a first year course, but that was just really interesting. Um, cause it sort of talks about like society and like all these societal rules, and that definitely had an impact on me and doing my geography like dissertation. Um, and then for geography, obviously, it was the land marine conservation course that I've just done in third year. That really opened my eyes because, like, I wasn't interested in conservation at all in that way. But when I looked at it as a perspective or as a disabled person and outside and, like, you know, wildlife and how much I enjoyed it, but also how much accessible, how inaccessible it is um, and how it's changing, that really interested me and really opened my eyes. And now that's kind of what I'm doing my dissertation topic in. And, you know... Every time we learned about something, every time we went into it at a tutorial, I was really excited to, like, put my points across and, like, get into these debates, because it wasn't just to... Because, you know, people often think of, like, conservation as, like, we thought it was black and white, but then it was one of those courses, like, actually, no, it's not. So it's one of those courses that just blew my mind. It was, like, I came in with one opinion, and I came out with a different one. And that's what really stuck out for me, was just, I really learned something, because... I took, totally took a three seconds after doing that course. So it just completely, you know, changed my direction and it's now the basis for my dissertation. So it's the one standard course so far that I really loved. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, and that's exactly what you want to go to uni and do, you know, like find your passion. Well, thank you, Natalie and Ryan, for joining me um, today on this episode. And um, if anyone's listening who is considering coming to university, from a college, you know, Scottish style. So um, if you're doing an HNC or an HND at a Scottish college and you want to um, transfer into university, join us next week because next week we are going to be talking to someone who has done that and who has come into second year um, of university and how it was for her to transfer. Um, but thank you for joining us today. And again, if you do have any questions, you know, do feel free to get in touch. And we also have lots of current students available on our website um, through our Unibody live chat, where you can talk to an actual student and ask them how their experience has been. Um, you can find someone from the exact degree that you want to study and see, you know, ask them these questions, you know, what did they do in their free time? Uh, what course did they do that they really like? That sort of stuff. So again, thank you um, very much and we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Ask Aberdeen podcast. If you would like to suggest a topic we should cover, please email us at ukteam at abdn.ac.uk. We would love to hear from you. To be alerted about new episodes, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.